0: Welcome to another episode of Stay Paid. I'm Joshua Stike along with Luke Akery. Super excited about today's guest, Matt Leonetti. Absolutely crushing it on Instagram with his humorous posts, showing us authentic He is hilarious. That's why I all wanted all to today. get him
1: on. You guys gotta follow this guy. That's your action item. I give you a better action item at the end, but definitely follow this guy because it is hilarious and you're gonna get an amazing tip out of this interview that truly is hitting me in the heart exactly where this I'm This was at a today. convicting
0: episode yeah, for Luke. But
1: I was already feeling it because I literally just talked to a couple people about this like, what do I do with my content? Because I'm just like everybody else. And Matt gives us the answer.
0: Absolutely. But before we bring him on, we'd love it if you take a minute to subscribe to Stay Paid on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. If you're not already subscribed, and while you're there, drop us a review to let us know how we're doing. We'll read it here on the show. This week's featured review comes from Most Traveled Fan Ooh. via Apple Podcast. They say, solid, timely, measurable, five stars. This is a great use of my time to listen to Josh and Luke and their guests. It's quick, solid, practical, and the right focus for moving forward and up. So thank you so much, Most Traveled Fan, for leaving that review. Now let's get into this week's interview. Our guest today needs little introduction. If you're on Instagram and you have a sense of humor, you probably already know who he is. He's the host of the over Ask podcast, a top 10 marketing podcast co-hosted with the broke agent. He's also an award-winning real estate agent that has carved out a niche by using humor and content creation to break into the luxury real estate market in Toronto, Ontario and beyond Matt Leonetti. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. You're you're incredible at intros. Oh my god. You should hear us. It's the one thing I've got us. going That's my for Dog,
2: me. but you should hear us uh, try and start our podcast. It's awful. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it doesn't sound like that yeah. at all. Well, you just became best friends with Josh, man, because I appreciate you know, that. yeah. I, need, I, I, I actually, need
0: a pat on the back every once in a while.
1: I agree with you though, man. Podcasts, like I tell you this, it's like the intro is like the hardest job, and you just have it's because your dad was just a master in radio and you just yeah, right. it's in your genes, oh, man. It's in your genetics. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Yeah,
2: that's, I mean, I start our podcast and it's just awful. And then we can never end the podcast either. So we have some work to do.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, you have to go check out the YouTube video if you want to
0: see Josh blushing, you know? Yeah, it's horrible. (laughs) I I don't take compliments well, so let's move on.
2: (laughs) Let's move
1: on. But I appreciate you having me on. Thank you so much for the uh, lovely introduction. Yeah, Matt, we are excited to have you on the show. I want to dive right in because Josh said it, like you are just awesome at content, man. Like, I love your stuff you're putting out. It's hilarious. I want to ask you kind of right out of the gate, though, is I think what people struggle with with content is you do all this work for content, but does it actually lead to business? And I'm curious, like, you're doing all this, that you're doing the podcasting with Overask, you're, you're hilarious on Instagram and your YouTube videos and stuff like that. Has it led to business for you? Why are you doing so much content?
2: Yeah, so... That's an awesome question. I get it a lot. And like, it has, it started as a joke. It started as a joke. I was sick and tired of seeing like the same thing over and over again. So I was like, I just want to like, have like a muse and an outlet and just make things fun. So then I did that. Um, and it was cool. I did it for, uh, I went solo. I did it on my first listing video. It sold the listing in like five or six hours, three offers over ask. Um, two of the offers came from the listing video. It was like a comedic listing video. Um, I know that because they called me, they said, Hey, we saw your Instagram video. We're going to see the house. Two of those people offered on the house. Wow. So right there, I was like, okay, this it's, and at the time I had like 800 followers, it got the most traction I had ever gotten on Instagram. So I was like, okay, this, this, there's something here. And before this, I was always told you can't do this. It's not professional. No one's going to take you serious. Um, but I just went and tried it because like I said, I was just so like I just I was so sick and tired of seeing the same thing over and over. Sold, sold. My clients are the best. My clients are amazing. They're you know, like
1: or the or the motivational client, content that I that I put out. You gotta grind. Have confidence. Exactly.
2: <laughs> Rise and grind. So <laughs> I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna do this. So that happened, it sold it was a really house too. So like it had no business selling over ask and it did. And then I was like, okay, there's something here. I'm going to like, I'm, I'm going to explore this more. And I did. And you can see from the start of this, that was about two years ago. Um, You can see it kind of me taking more risks, getting edgier, stuff like that. Cause I'm, I'm finding my footing mm-hmm. through this whole progress uh, process. And um, the one that really started, like I found the conversion and like the return on interest was I did this Freddie Mercury video where my clients bought a home. I was like, Hey, I'm going to, some people, when I have a mustache, people tell me I look like Freddie Mercury. So I'm like, I'm going to dress like Freddie at the live aid. I don't know if you've seen that I've when seen he's doing the whole, yeah. I saw the band. video
1: too. It's amazing. Yeah. Everybody's got to watch it. <laughs>
2: Thank you. So I did that. And It was for nothing. It wasn't for like a listing or anything. My clients had just bought the house and I just thought it'd be a funny video just for likes and comments and brand awareness. I did that. And I should mention before too, I was a very uh, journeyman type of agent before all this. Like I wasn't doing a lot of business at all. Um, And no one knew who I was. And it was just kind of like, I was just going through the motions of this industry.
0: How long had you been in real estate up to that point? uh, up to that point, three years, three okay. years. So then two years, so, so five years total. Okay.
2: Yeah. So, um, I did that. I did the video came out and like, it's not a ton of money What when you think real estate, but it is. So like I spent $300 on the video and then that the return from that video alone that year was about 46, $47,000 in commission. Mm. So like, which, you know, in the grand scheme of real estate, people are like, oh, that's one check or whatever. But like, these were like, you know, $500,000 hoses at the time. Um, So I did, I think three of them from that video alone. And I was like, that's like, that's pretty good because I spent $300 on the video. Half of that was trying to find the outfit. Have you tried to find a studded belt these days? There, I don't know. (laughs) There's like some, some, it's like $70 You should have called Josh. Uh, He has like a ton of them in his closet. closet. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I can give yeah, them away so, fast enough.
2: I did that and then from that it's even trickled into this year. Uh one of my clients who saw that video and bought with me uh referred me to their their uh family and they ended up buying this year, like a, a 2.5 million dollar or 2.2 million dollar house. Jeez. So it's still from that video alone. I'm almost at I'm at about $95,000 in commission from just me dressing up like an idiot.
0: Yeah, you know, you said you spent three hundred on the video. You said half of that was for the wardrobe. Was the other half? Did you boost it, and where did you boost it to? Like, how did you promote it? No, it was just a buddy of mine who had a camera. I just paid him one hundred and fifty bucks. All that views, all that traction was organic.
2: Yeah, I don't, I don't boost. I boosted a little at the beginning, but I don't boost anything. Everything's organic.
0: Wow. Yeah, that's amazing, man.
1: It's funny. It's like um, there's two things I want to touch on there and kind of pick your brain on is. One is this idea of you talked about finding your footing in this process of content. And it's, it's encouraging me to hear you say like you were like r- people were telling you, don't do that type of content. It's not going to resonate. It's a big risk, right? You're putting yourself out there and you still probably are feeling like, am I risky enough? Am I edgy enough? How do you find that balance? Because I'm struggling with that. I literally had a conversation with my brother. He's in real estate. Uh, down in virginia and i was just like hey man tell me about my content when you see it like i feel like it's just what you said it's everybody else it's the same thing whether it's a motivational thing a picture of you and your family like how do you get out there and break through the noise how have you gone through that process and thought about it
2: yeah so like my biggest hurdle was a couple like pigeonholing myself into just like a comedy thing oh he's he's an actor He's, you know, he's doing this. He doesn't have enough time for real estate. That was a big hurdle I had to get over. Um, and yeah, like, is it, my thing was like, is it too edgy? Are people going to actually think it's unprofessional? Right. So these are the type of things I'm looking at. Um, I knew like from the start, it was different than a lot of the other content. So I, I had that down. I knew it was different, but was it different in the right way where it's actually still going to create business? um and then you know i just i've decided now and i've i've seen uh i've seen the conversions and the return on interest on on these videos and i've just decided that yeah okay not everyone's going to like them but the people who do are going to like them 10 times more because not everybody likes them mm. so they think it's 10 times cooler because that person thinks I'm an asshole and the people who are with me they think, Oh, this guy's like, you know, he's, he's kind of rebelling against the industry. It's cool. Uh, That's the kind of person I want in my corner because, you know, I get a lot of messages now um, from agents, from potential clients that they just say, you know, you just seem real. Like you bring a realness, you, you swear in your videos. Like I swear in real life. I don't want to, this is what the clients are saying. They're like, you know, I swear in real life. I don't want to feel like I have to go work with someone and be on my best behavior. They're like you're just a, a a breath of fresh air, and mm-hmm. that's the kind of messages I get. So it's um it's pretty cool, and it's it's just really eliminated a lot of like appointments. People call me now because they want to work with me. I'm not really competing with people. I'm not going to appointments competing with like
1: four it's or five dream. other agents. Yep. Have you found that it's really increased your referral network? Because I see a lot of real estate agents obviously follow you, right? A lot of comments yeah. on, on your stuff. Um, has it fed your referral network that way?
2: Yeah. Like crazy. And I, I wasn't even thinking of that. Like, I, I didn't even have that in my mind. I didn't even think that was a thing really, you know, but I'm fortunate that I had, um, you know, I live in Toronto and just outside of Toronto. So this is something that, you know, when people move to Canada, they're a lot of the time moving to Toronto or Vancouver.
1: So it's interesting. It's like, um, because my brother gave me similar advice. He goes, the problem you have is, like he was obviously doing what, you know, good friends, I guess, and good family members. So no, man, your content's good. And I was like, no, just tell me you're, like it is. Are great. is. Yeah. Don't be my mother. You're my brother. <laughs> but the point being is, uh, he goes, your problem is, he goes, you, you aren't strong enough in your belief of what you want and why you're doing what you're doing. And because of that, You are thinking about the content more than just what you're trying to do, like what you're trying to get to. I don't know if that makes sense and resonates, but it's like, if you are so passionate about what you're trying to do, then it doesn't matter. Like, I don't care. I'm just doing it because this is what I'm passionate about. Like for you, like one of the key things you said that stuck out of my mind, it started as a muse for you. Like this was a way for you. You were just having fun. You were doing it. It's like who you really were. You were going to do it, whether people liked it or not. Obviously you want people to like it. Yeah. And that's what he touched on too. It's just like, you got to go back to ha- latch onto that message, whatever it is that you're posting, whatever content you're creating, latch onto something that you really are passionate about. And you could give two Fs if somebody actually cares about it or not, because you are passionate about it. And that's why you're screaming it to the world.
2: Yeah, 100% agree with that. I mean, you need to find your passion because when you're passionate about it and when you like to do it, that's the only way you're going to stay consistent. And consistency is the only way you're going to grow anything. Do you get a lot of hate? No, not as much as you would think a lot of people. I thought I was going to get a lot more hate. I mean, there's obviously some agents have no sense of humor, (laughs) mostly in the Facebook groups. I don't know if you've noticed the Facebook groups, they try, like I don't even understand how they're real estate agents, like just zero sense of humor. So that's where I get most of my hate. And it's from like older agents who just don't get it. And That's fine.
1: We had a comment today. Speaking of that, we had a comment today on one of our Facebook ads. We, one of the products we offer is postcards sending to your database. And we had written like in the ad copy, something like keep in touch with your clients and, you know, the holiday season sending this postcard to your database. And somebody commented, some real estate agent literally comments and goes, I'm not going to quote it word for word. It's basically like what professional would refer to their clients as a database? (laughs) I'm like, what is wrong with you? (laughs) How long have you, how long have you been an agent? How long have you been in business? All right. So let's talk about the actual (laughs) tactics of content creation. Like how do you actually go through this process of like, how much content are you putting out? Do you have any, you know, strategies around how often you post, when you post, what are you looking at? Can you give us uh, some coaching on that from your perspective and what you've seen?
2: Yeah. So I try and do a video once a week, if I can. Um, a lot of, you know, a lot of people try and do it, just pump out as much content as they can during a day or a week. I'm a firm believer in quality over quantity. So I want my video to be the best video it can be. I don't want to just put out something that I'm half that I'm not really stoked about. So if I need to take a week or two off, I'll do that to make sure that my video is where it needs to be because I want to hold it to a standard. Like this is kind of a newer space in real estate. Like this, a lot of them are popping up now, this comedic Mm -hmm. kind of thing. And I want to hold mine to a standard. That's like, okay, you know, he means business every time he comes out with a video, I'm excited. So that's the first thing for me. And yeah, it's, it's part of my business now. So I like a lot, I hear a lot of people say, you know, I don't have time to do it. Well, you have time if you time block it into your day. So mm-hmm. that's all I do. I, you know, I know, okay. I am filming a video this day, I'm editing this day. Um, whatever. I have to storyboard some, some I do by myself. My wife helps helps me some, I hire my crew. I have a, a, a video crew now that that comes on, uh, mainly for my listings and stuff. Cause I want to make the listings as, as good as possible. Um, but yeah, it's, it's a big part of my business and I have to treat it like, a pillar of my business, which it is. So, and even right down to posting, I know when I'm posting, I need to be by my phone because I need to strike up that engagement. When people comment, Mm. I got to comment back. I turn on notifications. I know like for at least the first two hours, I need to be by my phone so I can get that algorithm going Mm. and get it out to more people. Like it's There's a lot of strategy that goes behind it. It's not just you make a, you decide to make a video, you make it the same day, you post it, and then you, you leave your phone for seven hours. You know, there's, there's steps to
1: it. I saw that uh, Katie Lance, I'm not sure if you're familiar with her, but she's uh, big in the social media world for real estate agents uh, as a speaker. She was talking about that as one of the biggest mistakes she sees as well is that agents will post and then she called it run. they like post and run away. It's like, let me spam your newsfeed with something and then go away and never talk again. And basically the concept is for the algorithm is that you obviously need to show engagement. And this is why you'll post, like I see this all the time for my Instagram. If I post a photo that resonates within the first so many minutes, right? It's getting a ton of different likes, which then all of a sudden, now I know I'm actually going to get the likes. Where if Mm -hmm. if for some reason in the first, it doesn't connect and people are, are just scrolling by it, then Instagram just, decreases, decreases that reach to where you get hardly any engagement. You Are you going out and commenting on other people's posts after you post? Are you doing engagement that way? Or is it just when people comment, you're just commenting back? Or do you actually go do a strategy of trying to engage with a bunch of people on the platform right after you post?
2: Yep, I do that as well. So um, obviously, I'll respond to all the comments on mine. And then I'll head over to broke Agent. And, uh, you know, do some, you have to comment on similar pages, people who have, you know, similar followings. Okay. That's that's what I try and do. Yeah. And comment something out of the ordinary. So like when broke agent posts something, I don't just do like, uh, you know, crying, laughing face. I'll post like (laughs) something that will gain attention. So I'll be like, you know, it'll be a picture of like Mr. Bean and I'll write, is this you, you know, just something that is. And then people like it and laugh. And then they come over to my page and they see my video and it has similar content to the broke agent. And, and that's kind of how it, how I've been able to build and and grow this organically along with like, you know, the broke agent does the same thing with me. He'll share my content because that, you know, that's what he's doing and he has to post three times a day. So if one of those posts can be something I've done, then that takes, you know, a weight off him for one of those posts. So it's all just kind of like, like I said, it's, it's definitely strategic. People think we're just kind of like posting memes and videos and yeah,
0: goofing off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Goofing uh, off. Should every real estate agent be creating content and video content and focusing on Instagram or is it, is it like you obviously have the sense of humor, you're natural at this, uh, should you be playing to those strengths or do you just got to find your niche within the content space? Do you want a larger presence on social media? Of course you do, because that's where your audience is. Check out Reminder Media's newest product, Branded Posts, specially designed to increase your presence on social media without increasing your effort. Choose from thousands of already written blog posts on topics your clients care about, like real estate, travel, and recipes. And the best part is, these are branded with your photo and contact information and ready to be shared. Plus, every two weeks, we'll send to your list of contacts a personally branded email newsletter. Letter filled with recipes, stories, and ideas that they will love to get. Visit ReminderMedia.com slash posts to see our newest digital product and start dominating your social media. That's ReminderMedia.com slash posts. Take action on this today.
2: Exactly. I, I think you have to find your niche for sure because people always say, I want to create content, but I'm not funny. And I always say like, you don't have to be funny. You have to find your lane because people are going to, they want to know who you are more than ever. People, you know, people don't care if you sell hundred homes right. anymore. That statistic doesn't matter to people. They want to know that they can relate mm. to you and you're genuine and you're a good person more than ever, in my opinion. Um, so you have to find, you know, what make, what part of your personality are people going to gravitate towards? Why do your friends like you try and translate that into video or a post, you know, or a photo, you know, it doesn't have to be video. You can do a photo and then write about what happened to you that day. People are more interested in you than you would think. I found that out too. So find your niche. This is another thing. Same. The three of us are agents. We go into a listing appointment to someone who loves this, this particular seller loves horseback riding. I don't know anything about horseback riding. I don't, I, I'm going to say know, you guys don't either. I, I rode a horse it.
0: twice, so okay, so there I we go. I might be a little further than you guys, but that's it. But <laughs> then
2: the fourth agent has a bunch of content. You know, they're they're selling, but then they have a bunch of content that they're passionate about, which is horseback riding. So right away, they go into the appointment last after the three of us. I don't care if we sell a thousand more homes than that person. We're not getting the listing ninety-five percent of the yeah. time. They're going to create that connection they're gonna be like, I saw, you know, oh, what's your horse's name? Oh, yeah, I went to th- this track. I don't even know what, w- this track. And, you know, wrote, you know, I raced my horse here. You're gonna build that connection to the point where it's like, you know, you feel like you have a friend. You feel like you have someone actually by your side. And I think that is more valuable than any statistic.
1: So true, man. Uh, there was an agent we interviewed Um, Everybody should listen to the episode with Shannon Gillette. Yeah, Um, She's out in Arizona. She's like a top 1% real estate agent. But what uh, drew me to her was uh, I listened to her on the Tom Ferry podcast, and she's really a master at the Instagram side, content creation. But it's different than yours, right? So this speaks to the point you're making. Like yours is comedy and hilarious and draws people in. Hers is like she posts about her family all the time. And she does her listing videos and everything like that and she does some really high quality they're great but the main thing that draws you in is just everyday she's consistently just documenting and posting about her life and she has attracted a whole tribe of people and i guarantee if you looked at probably her database it's a ton of families it's a ton of people who are you know involved like she's super involved in her church there's probably a ton of people like that cuz she's he's, she's attracting that same vibe of people totally different content set than you but It's good content posted consistently. And most importantly, it's authentic and genuine and it pulls people in, which is the key. Talk to us. You've been in real estate for five years. The agency you're with now, did you get recruited to them because of your content? I saw some stuff on the on the web about that. But I'm curious, like, why did you choose to go there and did the content help you get there? What does that look like?
2: Yeah. So they, they came, so they opened up in Toronto last year, at the beginning of last year. Um, and the managing partner here, Peter Torkin kind of, you know, messaged me, wanted me to join, sent me like everything about I had already known about them. Um, and it just, you know, it just aligned their brand and what I'm trying to do was like the perfect fit for me before I was never stoked on my brokerage you know, I didn't, I wasn't passionate about it. I didn't care to tell anyone I was with that brokerage. Hmm. There's just nothing, you know, and then when I got here, I'm very proud to be a part of the brokerage. And I find that, you know, that um, the brokerage doesn't matter as much as it used to. Cause like we're saying, they want to know the person, Yep. but you still have to be proud about, you know, what you represent. And the agency does that for me. It's the, for me, the greatest brokerage in the world. Um, And yeah, I'll, I'll never leave.
1: Are you place. focused on luxury yourself?
2: Getting there now. I okay, mean, okay. I, before the agency, I wasn't at all. Okay. And now I'm starting to really hit that. And that was another thing. I was trying to break that market and the managing partner here at the agency and the agency is known as a luxury right. brand. Yep. Um, so they really helped me like open some doors Cause it's hard, it's hard to break into it. It's yeah. Cause like it's, like it's all networking.
1: Just, it's all, exactly. it's who, you know, type idea or relationships, I should say. It's not, I mean, it's the, it's the relationships you have, but your content, like that plays in again. Like, are you nervous about your content in the luxury space? What you're feeling there is just is the same. Like, you're just going to be like, no, 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 I'm going to go harder because there's people in the luxury market that will relate to it.
2: Yeah. I'll, you know, pe- rich people like to laugh too. It's not, <laughs> so yeah, I'm just going to stick to my guns. I love the contrast of I am the least luxurious person you'll ever meet. Like I go to a steakhouse and order chicken tenders and fries. Like this is <laughs> everybody loves the chicken tendies. Yeah, you can't go wrong with chicken tenders. You yeah, know? So, seriously. Um, I love the contrast of that. Like I wear like, you know, jeans and a band tee and I'll go into a $7 million listing. Like that's awesome. That's, I love that. Like everyday dude. Representing because I do my job very well. Doesn't matter, you know, what I look like if I go and eat oysters every day, like, and I drive a Mercedes and show off my, you know, Gucci shoes and watch, you know, that none of that matters. Like, so I love that contrast. I've always loved that contrast. And that's what our podcast is about, too. Like, two normal dudes talking to these like monsters in the industry. So, that's what I'm trying to do with, with the luxury end of things. Just bring a more, more of a, a realness, maybe not a realness, but just something that you haven't really seen. Every luxury agent is super tight clean cut. Yep, and, and that's a lot, a lot of the agency crew in LA, especially are not like that. Like they'll be wearing like an agency tee and some jeans. Oh, nice. And their monsters sell 200, 300, 400 million dollars in real estate a year. You know?
0: So, so tell us about the podcast. When did you uh, when did you begin it? Why did you uh, choose to start it, and what has it kind of done for your own brand and your own business?
2: Yeah, the podcast. So, Broke Agent and I were talking about starting something up for a little bit, and at the end of 2020, we're like, "Well, let's try a." Po-. We did a podcast. We did like an interview together. I don't know what it was for, um, but we're like, "Oh, this is kind of cool. Let's me may- let's see if we can make something about this." So then we're like, let's do a podcast. And then, you know, we've just figured with, with, uh, the broke agent following and my following growing, we can probably get some pretty good guests. So we're like, let's do a podcast and let's like try and get some really big guests right off the bat so we can leverage the rest of the podcast. Mm-hmm. Like, so our first two uh, guests were Jordan Cohen, who's the number one Remax agent yep, in the beast. world. Yep. And then second was Sirhan. So from that, we figured, okay, now they've been on. We can pretty much get anybody. Yep. Because we say, hey, you know, here's our podcast. We've had Jordan Cohen and Ryan Suran on. If you want to join. And then like if they say no, it's like, well, you're better than Ryan Surin, are you insane? So, <laughs> so that's like those are like in our mind. That's we your that's that. your email drip. <laughs> that's your clothes. Yeah, yeah, that's the email drip. <laughs> yeah, It's the close. So um, yeah, and we started in January um got those guys and since then we've had Mauricio umanski he's the founder of the agency maya vander from selling sunset um we've had a lot of great guests i saw you guys had peter peter
1: lurmer he's he's freaking awesome we've had him love him man awesome he's so good yeah he is he's unbelievable no it's a great show i want to encourage everybody who's listening to the podcast now you guys got to check it out i've been listening to it it's awesome you guys are hilarious Um, Which is great too, because you add that comedy into the show as well. Actually, you know, when you're saying one of the golden nuggets that pops out to me, we, Josh and I just went to a conference called the Entrepreneur Conference in Long Island. And we saw, you know, a bunch of people. Grant Cardone was there, Michael Bird, Brad Lee, though. I don't know if anybody's familiar who listens to this to Brad Lee, but he has a podcast called Dropping Bombs. Now, I will, you know, caveat it with it. You know, he's, he's decently vulgar. He's out there, right? But he's so his authentic self that, like he literally, I mean, his whole talk was on this. He's just like, I know there's so many people in this audience right now that I'm offending. I know so many of you think I'm a dick or think I'm terrible, right? And it was something that powerfully like, yeah, it the, those people hated him more. And the other people love are like, freaking for, right. love Bradley. And the <laughs> yeah, guy is uber- that guy is su- intense. Yeah, man, he is intense. He, uber successful, <laughs> funny. He's, he's hilarious as well. But it is, it's a big struggle. Like even for myself, right? We've been doing this podcast for what, four years now? Three, three and a half? Three and a half. Well, we'll come up on four years in almost, January. Yeah, yeah, almost four years. Yeah. And it's just like still with my social, with this podcast, with it getting the- um, ability, I don't know what the right word is for it, but getting the ability and courage to just be yourself and not fake stuff is really, really difficult. It doesn't matter what, I mean, our company's a a pretty big company and we've been really successful and it's still, even for someone like myself. So it's really inspirational kind of here. You're just like, I don't care. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it this way. And it's proven to be successful. And then the same thing I got from Brad Lee. It's like, so watch out, Josh. You're gonna see a new. You're gonna be like, "Who is this?" It's, Luke. No.
2: <laughs> it's changed my entire business. Like this, it it changed my entire career. Like, I mean, two years ago, I have I have a podcast now. I'm spe- I'm doing these speaking gigs. I'm like, uh, I, we have merch. It's like I, this is like creating a brand now. Like know you made it when you got
1: merch. Yeah, you know, what type of yeah. merch you got?
2: Uh, we just got a bunch of. Um, it's actually really cool, merch. It's like uh we have showing confirmed shirts with some broke agent shirts, over shirts on Wednesdays. We sell houses. It's a mean girls quote. Uh we uh, got a bunch of, you know, that's awesome. we're coming out with some new. It's actually really cool, really comfortable. You should go get it, brokeagent store.com. <laughs> but um it's um yeah, it's changed kind of everything. And people will tell me, they're like, Yeah, Matt, your your content is really funny, but it's not valuable. So you're not, you know, you're not going to convert a lot of people. And I say, well, you know, I make, I get messages all the time from it saying like, I loved your video. It made my day. Uh, you made me laugh. I was having such a bad day and you made my day. And I always say, you know, I'd, I'd say that's the most value you can bring to somebody. Yep. You can Google house statistics. No one needs you for house statistics. No one wants to watch you. It's the, sorry, I don't know if you can swear on this. It's the worst I can see on this, you know, they're like, yeah. And, uh, the market's up to, uh, 2%. They don't even know what the hell they're talking (laughs) about. If you ask them, if you ask them to lose the chart, they have no clue what they're talking about. So, you know, no one wants to see that you can Google statistics. Um, but you, you know, you're going to do better if you can make someone feel something,
0: Mm -hmm. Matt, before we uh, close out, I want to ask you, uh, we always ask everyone who comes on the show, what would you go back, knowing what you know now, what would you go back and tell younger Matt? I would just start, uh, I'd say, be your idiot self sooner. Sooner. (laughs) um,
2: And and do video. People, Video is, it's going to be like more and more every year. People have been saying it for the last, I feel I've heard people say they've been saying it for the last 10 years in real estate, that video is the future of real estate. people, especially now with all everything going on, like people want to feel like they know you, they don't necessarily want you on their front doorstep in a lot of places. I know where I am. Not really, you know, Mm -hmm. it's kind of a weird time to be knocking on people's doors and trying to get into their house. People want to feel like they know you, you can't hide behind. You can't have a page that hides behind solds houses and never showing yourself Mm -hmm. because no one's going to call you. They want to video breaks down that wall. It makes people feel like they know you before they know you. And it's way easier to pick up the phone and call someone that, you know, than you know, you, you posting sold signs and houses, you could be a psychopath. You, no one, you know, you, you don't even know what you don't even know what the person looks like when they come yeah, to your that's house. So true. I yeah. don't want that.
0: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That is so true. So, yeah. It's well said. Uh, how do you want people to connect with you? Where do you want them to follow you? All that good stuff. Uh,
2: Matt. Leonetti at uh, on Instagram. You can just get everything from there. It's spelled Lionetti, L-I-O-N-E-T-T-I. But uh, it's Leonetti. In fact, and most people actually think my name is three people: Matt, Lee, and Eddie. and Eddie. So, <laughs> so you can that remember. Been good it like that good Instagram handle, you know,
0: Matt Lee. <laughs> yeah, Eddie, Matt man. Lee
2: and Eddie. Maybe I'll I'll do something. <laughs> Make sure to follow Matt. Matt, Make sure sure to pick up
0: some of that merch as well that he uh, spoke about. We're going to include all of those links in our show notes as well for this episode. You can get those over at StayPaidPodcast.com. If you would enjoy this episode and want to know how to show your support, the best way is to leave a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts along with a comment in your review. And we would love if you share this episode with With Matt Lee and Eddie. With Matt Lee (laughs) and share that with all three. If you want to get a hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com. Or, of course, you can find us on Instagram. We're at Stay Paid Podcast. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Steik. Guys, I'm Luke Acree.
1: Matt, really appreciate you coming on. It was encouraging to me. It just re you know, fueled me on going, yeah, yeah, that's what it is. You got to double down on your authentic self. My challenge to everybody we try to give everybody an action item, right? At the end of every podcast that you can implement. Really, what I would challenge you right now is going, are you taking enough risk in your content? And the answer is probably no, because you're probably scared of what other people think, just like I'm scared. Naturally, most people are right. You need to post the content that you want to post, and that is true to your authentic self, whatever that is. We gave two examples on here. There's many examples. There's the example of Matt with the comedy, Shannon with the content of her and her family. Some people don't ever want to post a picture of them because they don't think they look good on camera right? What was it? Uh, 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 The guy that does um, Massive Agent Podcast, Dustin Yeah, He goes, I hate to break it to you. That's how you look. (laughs) You look that way. So get used to posting that on video. But your action item, take risk, take a risk, get a little edgier in your content, be your authentic self. Remember the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer is top producers take action. Take action on that today.